Hello, strangers, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 3 of the Loot and Dagger Podcast. We play Dungeons & Dragons, record it, then for some reason feel like it's worthy of your precious, precious time. I am so sorry. If you're looking for background narrative while you have an adult beverage while contemplating the actions of your life that led you to this point, then keep on keeping on. Tell your friends, existentialism loves company. I'm pretty sure of that. Now... Let's tell some stories. When last we left our heroes, after a formal dinner with Victor's brother Jacob, the Count of Nisport, everyone smoothed the night away. Drinks were had, friendships forged, and love is in the air. Vlada's love attuned himself to the arcane ley lines of the Mage's Guild. Tyrion Jacob sparred and spent quality time. Victor gets involved with his kingdom's infrastructure and picked a leader to voice refugees camped outside Miss Port's walls. There's been a relative calm as of late. Let's see how long that lasts. True story. Mm-hmm. No one at the uh, royal courts? Mm-hmm. Knows where this Royal Monkey Hotel is? No. No one's heard of it. Okay. I mean, Missport's pretty big, so it's not like you would know every little bar, inn, or hotel that's popped yeah. up. No worries. All right. Well, I will uh, leave the immediate environs of the Royal Palace mm-hmm. and uh, go ask around in town. Would you like an investigation check? I would. Some kind of streetwise or investigation? Uh, investigation. That is going to be a 21. Nice. That's a good roll. Mm. The more you get out of the palace, like any other city, Missport has its slums and Missport has its rough and tumble areas. Once you get to one of the more rough and tumble areas, there's a kid on the street like, oh yeah, it's over there. Oh. Over there. Thanks. Just popped up. Just popped up. Yeah, one day it was there, one day it wasn't. Or one day it wasn't there, and now, now it's there. How long has it been there? Five months ago. Okay, all right, five months. Yeah. The building was there, though, right? You know, I can't remember, but yeah, I think so. I mean, lots of buildings here, so... Mm. Yeah, yeah, you don't remember what the place was before, like... No. No, no it was just a sign. I mean, it doesn't say the Royal Monkey, but there's a, a fancy-looking monkey on the, uh, on the front. So I Good imagine enough. that's what you're looking for. Yeah, all right, thanks. Mm-hmm. Here, I toss the kid a coin. Oh. All right, <laughs> coin! Yeah, I mean, hey, I got lots of money. It's Let me know if you need any more help. I love helping yeah. for coin. <laughs> this is a place where the stairs go down to the front door, mm-hmm. but on the front of the sign, on the front, you see a swing sign, and it is just a, a snazzy-looking monkey. Like, it's... It's a nice, like a nice fine jacket, and it's holding a cigar. Okay. Is he wearing a crown? Yeah. All right. That's what makes him royal. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot yeah, to mention yeah. the crown. Yeah, all right. And um, at the bottom are uh, two big half-orc guys. Okay. And they are uh, currently in conversation with each other, and then when you walk up, they go, <clears throat> Hi. Hi. What's up? I'm uh, Matilda Beckett. Matilda Beckett. Yeah. I came, uh, you know, I'm coming to meet somebody. We're all here to meet somebody, right? Yeah. Cool. Can I come in? Do you have a key or a card? Yeah. What do you have? I have a card. Show me the card. Okay. Yeah, checks out. They stand aside, Mm -hmm. and they knock on the door like three times, and it just opens up. All right. Go on in. All right, thanks. All right. The door closes. Mm-hmm. Inside is every bit like a 1920s style hotel okay. area. And there's a elvish woman playing a piano. She's in a long, beautiful, like like a sparkly dress. Yeah. And she's doing some like bluesy kind of like songs, mm-hmm. but like an elvish bluesy kind of song. In the front there is a there's like a receptionist who's in a nice tuxedo. Yeah. Alright. Hey, um, I'm uh, here to meet Hello. with meet with uh, Vizrin. Vizrin. Yeah. Oh, well, he's a one of our most uh, esteemed guests here. 
I tell you what, why don't you just go into the bar area, uh, just sit down there, and I'll go get Vizzerin for you. Thanks. All right. Sarah is with you as well, right? Yeah. Okay. I see. <clears throat> you go into the bar area, and it is like a cocktail bar. Mm-hmm. It looks every bit like a cocktail bar with one of those old school guys with the, you know, like, prohibition style guys, like, cleaning the mugs or whatever. Yeah. Have a seat. Anywhere you'd like. Above the bar, it says the, uh, the Zone of Truth. Okay. It's the name of the bar. Oh. All right. <laughs> pick a booth, any booth. Okay. And you pick a booth. Yep. Sure pick a booth. Right. Have a seat. As soon as you uh, get into the booth, suddenly uh, Sarah just out loud says, I believe I am both terrified, but also I'm okay. I'm feeling pretty good right now. Good. Also, you look beautiful today. Have I told you how beautiful you are? Thanks. Uh, why am I saying that out loud? Oh, no. Oh, the zone of truth thing. Oh, my goodness. It's a truth <laughs> booth. It's a truth <laughs> booth. While you're in this booth, you cannot lie. Oh, that's neat. I like it. A drow comes up mm-hmm. uh, to the booth, and he is decked out in all kinds of fineries. Next to him, a hooded monster. Best way to describe him. Looks like a, um, it's like a, a dark-looking toad, but a toad, if a toad was very large and muscular. He weighs so, off like, the... So, like, how much can I see from, from the, under the hood? Like... I can see enough. You can to see, see its face, like a, and it looks like very toad like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it looks mean. It looks nasty. All right. Um, Matilda is going to clamp her lips shut really mm-hmm. tight. <laughs> and it it just takes a seat at the bar where mm-hmm. the uh, where the bartender is, and mm-hmm. Vizarin looks over at you and just does a little nod, and he Which walks in. Which one is Vizarin? Is he the toad guy? Oh, the drow. The drow, Sorry, okay. I didn't even say that. He walks in, he's like, hello, I'm Vizarin. Oh, hi. Pleasure to finally meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm a big fan of your work. Thanks. How are you today, first and foremost? I'm hungover. Oh, yeah. Sorry, truth booth. <laughs> Love it. He goes, I am also a little hungover for all being honest with ourselves, which we have no choice but to be. Right. Hmm. So, you wish to go to Graven Hollow? Absolutely. All right. Please. As soon as possible. What about the Demon Lords? How do you feel about them? I want to kill them. Okay. How do you feel about Drow? I'm really super fond of Sarath. A lot. Sarath pipes up, we had sex last night. It was amazing. <laughs> Truth, boo. <laughs> also, she won't admit it, but... uh. Sometimes she just whispers sweet nothings into my ear, and I oh, enjoy shit. it. I do. Yeah. Did you know she likes poetry? Uh, shut up. <laughs> I do. I should probably leave I this re- booth right uh, now. Please don't. Vizarin you says stay. your friend can leave like if you would like. I like you next to me. I, um... <laughs> do you really? I do. How much do you like me next to I, you? Will you stop? <laughs> Vizarin pipes up. Uh, sometimes when the truths start rolling, they really can't be stopped. I Don't worry about it. Okay. So, do you have a compass of I some do. sort? Some kind of magical foundation? I mean, technically it's not mine. I borrowed it. Uh, I don't really intend to return it. It's, can, can I see I, it? Yeah, here. All right. He, uh, he looks at it. You can see him concentrate. And the compass starts spinning, and it starts glowing. And then it slows down, but it still is now glowing a, uh, a rich blue tint to it. Okay. And it hums. Like oh. They didn't do that before. That's cool. Yeah, but because like it was Victor's useless be before, so but now it's not. Oh, it was it's, what? What? It was useless before, but now I made it useful for you. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. Because you didn't know how to use the magic to make the compass I, work. I did not, no. But it's okay. You have a lot of skill right now. Thanks. Just so you know. I'm flattered. And he hands it back to you. Thank you. Well, the only... Caveat here is that you must meet with someone when you're in Graven Hollow. That is the only reason why you are allowed access right now. It's the reason why you got a card to begin with. In fact, it's the only reason why I knew where you're at. I knew to look for you. Because there was someone telling me where to find you. Wait, what? Who was telling you where to find me? The Red Mask. The Red Mask. Yes. Uh, Okay. Uh... Do I know what the red mask is or who the red mask is? Roll me a history check. History check. 16 plus 9? 16 plus 9 is really good. 
you really had to dig deep into your childhood. Uh-huh. You remember you playing with some kids mm -hmm. in your red mage days. Yeah. You all decided to become superheroes of sorts. Okay. Your superhero name was the Red Mask. Okay. And that's as far as you know, but that is the only piece of knowledge you have. Can't be related. He gets up. Oh, but it is. And he walks out of the booth. Come. Okay. So I, so the red mask told you where to find me? He's outside the, the zone of truth now, or the booth of truth. Oh, wait, dude, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> okay, all right, I follow. Anyways, I have, um, as you start walking, you want to speak with the red mask first because that's what, frankly, it wanted. Okay. And after that, I have an offer for you and anyone you think could... Uh, Take on these demon lords. Okay, so I have to speak to the Red Mask uh, in Graven Hollow. Yes. And then I come back to you, and you have an offer for us to... Because I have a plan. Okay, you got a plan. And, to... and I think you're going to help me with this plan. Yeah, to defeat the demon lords, right? So that's what the Red Mask told me. Okay, yeah. And you seem pretty powerful, and the company you keep seems pretty powerful, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're like trying to figure out what to do about refugees and stuff. And I'm just like, if we just get rid of the demon lords, you send the refugees home. I completely agree. Just yeah. kill the demon lords and... And problem solved. Absolutely. Okay. So when you're ready to hear my plan... Yeah. Then come back here. Yeah, just but I gotta go. Me. I gotta go speak to the Red Mask first. Right. Okay. And I just... The compass will now take me to the entrance, right? Oh, well, you're at the end. So you're, you're at the... You're at the... Royal monkey. So, it'll we'll find a quicker way for you. And uh, he takes out a key. As you're walking out of the bar, there's a there's a long there's a long row of doors. Okay. Long row. And he takes out a special key and he opens it up. Yeah, this is it. I think. Wait. He opens it up, and it's just like a. You see, behind it is just nothing but like sunshine and fields. He's like, no, wrong one. He closes it up. He goes. Compass, right? That's where we did this. Compass. Yeah. Where's your compass? Right here. All right. You notice that it feels like you can't see the end of the hallway. You can kind of feel it. You can't seem to can't seem to see it. Like you can almost see like a very back, but it keeps stretching out magically. Okay, so like far enough back that it's just sort of blurry. Yeah. Like out of focus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Down there. I guess so. What does your compass say? It says down there yeah well, we'll keep walking and you do okay and you do okay and you do uh-huh until finally the compass turns towards a particular door okay ah uh, there we go oh that's right you remember now and he uh gives you a key okay i take the key yeah the key works funny and i'll be honest as good of a mage as i am I don't know the full capacity of these keys and how they work. That's reassuring. Right. So just put the key in the keyhole. Uh-huh. All right. Now okay. push that door open. All right. You hear the familiar sounds of cave, and it's pitch black. No surprise. Sarath is right behind you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, back to the underdark? Uh, for a minute? All right, then. You can take your goggles off. Sure. He puts his goggles up. Okay. So they're just like resting there on the top of his head? Yeah. Yeah. It looks really cool. Yeah. All right. Nice. It's a good look, babe. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Let's do this. All right. Slow walk? Slow walk. Vizrin is not joining you. He's like, I will be in my room. Okay. Enjoy yourself. Don't forget where the door is at. The other side of this door. Uh. Don't forget where this door is at. Okay. All right. It's not going to disappear or anything. I don't think so. Do I need to leave it propped open? No, never do that. There okay. are rules. All right. But it's not going to disappear when it's I close probably it. probably open to, like, too much right now. I think we should go and close it. Right. Okay. I'll catch you after. Bye now. Bye. And close the door. <laughs> Etched into the wall uh -huh. is a rune-looking door. Okay. That you... All right. Your key... So like, your, you took your key out or whatever, and you're just looking at this rune-looking yeah. door. As long as it's visible from this side. That's good. All right. I'm in a cave. You look over, and uh, not too far from here looks like a large temple with uh, 
stone look it looks like stone giants that are next to these temple doors. <laughs> and at the <laughs> at the stairs of the temple was a basilisk. Yeah. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Like, well, and it's looking down. Uh-huh. And it just kind of pops over around over to you because it knows you're there and it's like now now you have a card you can come in if you like. All right, now awesome. Can he come with me? Does he have to stay out here? What's it He's, How does this work? Yeah. Uh, well, I can allow you to have guests, but they're under your supervision. Something gets wrong. They, if they, if they cause trouble in the library. Oh, you're he's not no allowed trouble. in. He's anymore. no trouble. No, so no. So they're attached to you now. Yep. Okay. He's totally attached he to me. Is. Okay. Right. Thanks. Bye. And he, I'm, he kind of I'm, follows I'm like you up. As you get up to the large doors mm-hmm. where the library is, because it does say Graven Hollow at the top. Yes. The uh, two stone giants see you coming, and almost mechanically, they look down at you. Uh huh. And they grab a piece of the door each, and they open it up. <laughs> Sorry, it's taking so long. <laughs> and white's brilliant light just shines into the underdark. See, see, Sarah. See, I told you it was real. I told you. This was supposed to be just a fable. Ah, you were wrong. I was right. Let's uh. let's go then. Yes. You walk Running in. in. You run in, and there are think of it like almost like Harry Potter land or something mm-hmm. like books upon books of rows of books with staircases made of books. Yeah, books There's everywhere, floating books, candles. Oh, books, books yeah. everywhere. Yeah, floating and you're seeing lights, uh, not candles, every so often a, a stone giant is has like a bunch of books and just starts piling them up and putting them in places and like a new stairwell will just kind of form out of nowhere Um. and you realize there's some kind of magic at work here to where if you think about where you want to go you you sort of just start finding a way to it there is no central office there is nothing like that now the basilisk is still there Mm -hmm. like welcome to graven hollow Really, it's glad the new members. It's always appreciated. Thank you. So I hope you uh, find whatever it is you're looking for here at the I, library. Yes. Whether it be the past, present, or future. Yeah, and I. And he uh, just starts kind of walking off. You wait, 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 wait. Yeah. I, I got it. I got uh, um, I got to meet with the red mask. Red mask. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, just um, just think about it. Okay. Where would the red mask be? Fuck, I don't know. I don't know who the red mask is. All right, well, I'll just start walking. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, all right, I'm gonna walk. You're gonna walk. I'm gonna walk. You're walking. It's really hard to walk and not like skip and. You are seeing volumes and volumes, some that are just old, so incredibly old, in languages you've never heard before. I'm getting periodically You're seeing books like, just starting to form out of nowhere. Kind of flip through it. This is an entire book on the uh, iguanas. Yes! The lifetime and history of the iguanas. Excellent. There is a now book a of the future histories of, of iguanas. Nice. That may happen. Awesome. What they might evolve to. Yeah. All right. And, uh, and then at a certain point, um, the books stop happening, and then you just start getting to a hallway. Okay. And then this hallway turns into an, another room. And this okay. room is like its own special den. All right. And in this den, there is a, uh, a figure dressed in all red mm. with a mask. Mm-hmm. And this mask looks something close to like a demon mask. Okay. Some kind of demon meets skeletal mask. Uh-huh. You know, like Skeletor or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something freaky. Something freaky. Yeah. And it slowly cranes its head over to you. Okay. It is probably about seven feet tall. Whoa, that's big. Very feminine. Okay. And it has, uh, out of the mass are, like, ears that are, like, uh, elven, elvish ears that are poking out. Okay. Matilda. Hey. Welcome. I guess you're the red mask? Yes. I please have a seat. Okay. Next to her, you didn't see it until just now, but there is a uh, there is a what looks to be a a knight that is in all dark armor. Okay. S- a slender looking knight, uh-huh. all dark armor, and it kind of 
follows her whenever she she more hovers than anything. And hovers like yeah. so like where's her feet? She doesn't have any feet. Sometimes she'll seems like sometimes she'll she'll stop hovering and start walking, but uh-huh. when it just whenever but she it's wants all to. like covered by robe. Yeah, all really. covered by robes. Yeah. And she seems to hover more than anything. Okay. And the most important piece here is that there's a shining amulet uh-huh. um, around her neck. Okay. And this amulet, it, it looks like a it looks like a dagger with a, a glowing green hilt hmm. on it. And it is just the most, because uh, everything else is kind of dark and mm-hmm. dreary. You do notice, you know how you have your, uh, you're looking at her wardrobe now and it looks like, it looks just like your wardrobe. Mm-hmm. That you, uh, you know, you're, you're wrist mounted yeah, a wrist-mounted grappling hook? Yes, yeah, your wrist-mounted grappling hook. Uh-huh. And outside the, the larger robes that's on top of everything, it looks like it's the same outfit as you. From what I can see beneath the... Yeah, because the, the flowing robes just kind of, they kind of flow and flutter. Mm-hmm. Matilda. Insight check? Sure. Nine. Nine. Yeah, I got okay. nothing. You got nothing. I got nothing. This means nothing to you. This looks like a... A, a monster version of someone wearing your garb. Yeah, yeah. Not the thought that I had, actually. Mm-hmm. It's quiet, like it's just looking at you, like um, almost reminiscing uh-huh. about something. Yeah. How'd you get so tall? Mm. And uh, the red mask moves its uh, hands over the uh, amulet. Mm-hmm. This, I imagine. What is that? Oh. We like our secrets, don't we? Mm-hmm. So let's leave that one as a secret. Right. Who's your friend? Who's your friend? Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm. How's the present time? It's good. I mean, except for the demon lords. That's bad. Oh, those things. Yeah. You know we defeat them. I hope so. I mean... Oh, yes. All right, good. That's good. But I wonder... I wonder if we could have gone about it a different way. Well, you tell me. Vizarin has a plan. Mm-hmm. The first part of his plan is needing a very special book. Okay. It took us far too long to find this book in my time. All right. Well, I mean, you could cheat and just tell me where it is, right? I plan on it. Oh, good. All right. But after that, I'd be interested to see how you actually go about your path. Okay. So, what's the book and where can I find it? The book is the book used to summon the demon lords to begin with. Okay. That the drow made. Uh-huh. And once you have this book, he's going to offer to re-engineer it to where he can summon all the demon lords in one place and have them fight it out. Oh. We were too late for this plan. What do you mean too late for it? It took us too long. What happened? To find the ingredients. You still won. Oh, yes. So, what happened? I did what I felt was best for the world. I trapped the demon world in Faerun and let, you know, friends leave somewhere uh, else. Oh. Uh, so we won. Sorta. I did end up taking a long time to defeat them one by one. Yeah. But, you know, things are what they are. Alright. No, I get you. Okay, so you think if we find the book faster, it might work? Or you just make certain decisions, too, with it, perhaps. Okay. I just think this is fun for me to figure out how you'll do it. Don't you know that? Mm-hmm. Think you, think you know that already? Mm. Uh-huh. So, look no further than Mistport itself for the book. I believe your friend, Victor, I believe he's already on the tail of something. Really? He had someone look up some things, and uh, he should. All right. He should acquire about it soon. Yeah, I mean there was a, a you know, a book that we kind of found already um, that the uh, little goblin guy, no, the um, gnome. Gosh, what was he? With the with the with the jelly king thing of me. Oh, that's crap. Oh. That book is nothing. Okay. You know, I mean it had instructions for summoning. Child's play. Okay. That's that's for summoning the embodiment of uh, of Jubilex. Yeah, I mean clearly it didn't work out that well for him. No. So, yeah. All right. No, Small potatoes. Not at all. And another big hint, the only one I'll give you. Mm-hmm. It's in the possession of 
Mars Bruno. Now do what you will with this. My time is already my time. Yeah. But do check in every so often. I do get curious. Don't you remember? Mm. Sometimes it's hard after all these years. Right. You know, time passes differently. So much differently. But I will tell you the worlds you'll see. Oh, to see them again for the first time. Yeah? Yeah. I look forward to it. Well, do yourself a favor and don't die. <laughs> I will do my best. And maybe some of your friends will survive in your time. That'd be great. Oh, that's ominous. She shrugs. No, I, I mean, you said some of them survived because you, you let them leave, I right? Did. So that means they survived, right? Some survived, yes. And she just smiles. Oh, this is why people don't like me. It is. It is. Okay. I'm not trying to teach you a lesson. I... Other world, Matilda. Thanks, Matilda. I just think this is so much fun. <sighs> you would. I would, if I were you. No, I get it. I am All you, right. of course. Alright! And this is a lot of fun. I... And she puts a hand over on... You know what? Uh, My Sarath is younger. On... on <laughs> On Dark Knight, Sarah, she puts a hand over on his shoulder. Oh. I bet you miss young Sarah, don't you? Old Sarah just kind of creaks, kind of looks over at at uh, Demon Matilda. And Demon Matilda kind of looks over at old Sarah. It's like, I still love him any way I keep him. Mm. Sarah, by the way, is just like horrified. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine that's why he's yeah. been quiet. Is he's, he's been probably very quiet. just completely horrified by all of this. Run along, grab your friends, do your adventure. <sighs> all right, all right. Well, all right, honey. Um, I totally want to stay here in the library and read and you know all that, but we have stuff to do and not a lot of time to do it in. But. Hey, we'll get to come back, and I can do that stuff later. So, come on. Let's make tracks. All right. Let's get the hell out of this room. <laughs> and as you're walking out of the room, like, you wouldn't keep me as a death knight under your servitude, would you? Is that something you would do? Look how well you keep your figure. Come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Damn. You guys tell it out of Raven Hollow and then back to the door yeah. and then grab him by the hand and run. Okay. Let me introduce you to the end boss of this campaign, Matilda. <laughs> I have Jesus. a thing mm -hmm. uh, for the listeners and for player knowledge. Yeah. If you would like, go for it. I have the letter which Tiri sent to her father. Okay. Uh, the Elvish word for father is Atar. Okay. Doubtless you've received my previous missives, informing you of my experiences in the Underdark and my return to the surface. I wouldn't have survived without the many blessings of Pelor, and in particular those which came in the form of a group of intrepid individuals with whom I have allied. Lord Victor Sinclair of Mistport is gracious and daily lives up to his noble title. He and his brother care deeply for their people, though the surrounding areas are driving refugees to their gates. Their need for aid is apparent, and it would speak well of our family, indeed our people, in a larger sense, to lend such aid. You will send two-tenths of our city's provision stores in a guarded envoy immediately upon this letter to Castle Sinclair. Count Jacob Sinclair will be traveling the realms to gather allies against the coming fight of the darkness which is spreading from the Nine Hills into our world. If you should cross paths with him, you will show him courtesy and extend him every kindness. I've heard rumors that your bastard daughter may have passed through Mistport, but beyond that, I do not know her exact whereabouts. Know that I will use every means in my power to find her and lay to rest the threat of scandal and shame which you have brought upon our once honorable family. Everything I do that pulls the focus off of your indiscretions is not for your own benefit, but for the preservation of our family's good standing. Do not fail these good people of Mistport. Like ripples in a pond, the repercussions would be far-reaching. May Pelor forgive you for the past. I don't yet know if I ever will. In service of the light, Tiri Eldwin. Bam! Damn! Damn. Yeah. damn! We just had a couple of damn moments! <laughs> damn! You're welcome, listeners. Mm. Go back to the first side I, quest I take, if you're I, confused. I take, I take it back about her being the end boss. <laughs> 
uh, jokes on you. It's gonna be Twix. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never win. <laughs> Oh, so, man. with Matilda's thing, this is just a happenstance. Since I am currently basically soaking up the ley line energy, did I sense anything going on? Mm. Roll oh, me an arcana check. Well, oh, good, or, you know what? Uh, do I add anything? <laughs> yeah, your arcana. <laughs> what's your arcana skill? He doesn't have a good one at that. No, my, mine's all so what's your natural. Negative one? So, you add a negative one to your roll. Oh, sad. Does it have to be arcane? It could be more inane. Okay, 11 then. 11. Oh, that's for uh, tuning. Why don't you let him do a charisma? Add his charisma because he's a sorcerer. Anyway, 21. So. Let's do it. Hmm? Oh, sorry. 21. Yeah, so, I was on the 17. Yeah, 17. 17. As you're placing, as you're sitting there in the middle of the ley lines, which are super powerful. These ley lines connect to like magical energy of like the world in essence, right? These are like highways of, of magical energy. At this exact ley line, you are able to basically space out and just feel the power of the world in order to anchor in this tell like this uh, as a teleportation portal or yeah, circle. circle. Sorry. So as you're anchoring this here, you're feeling something out there in the world that is trying to dissolve the anchor. It's like a dark presence out there that is trying to dissolve the anchor in only a way that there's a, it's like you you cross paths with a connection, right? Like you, um, you're trying to do this one thing, but then you found, you stumble across, say, a room in your mind. And in this room in your mind, you see images starting to spread and they're like, a, infinite different possibilities of what's happening in the future but one is resounding right now and one is happening right now and it is a discussion between matilda and what looks to be a monstrous form of matilda and as they are talking and this is a because matilda was in a super magical place by the way you're not able to hear everything you weren't able to hear the entirety of the conversation they just had. But you do, you do at a certain point, you do hear that the, the gist of it being that Matilda's talking to a, a, like a, a darker version of Matilda. And then that, the red mask moves slowly over when Matilda leaves the room and looks right at you and just kind of laughs. Yeah. And she goes, all right then, one more. And does, there's a magic that comes out from her arm, from her, from her fingertips. And they spread around. And you see a future now, where there is you, Matilda, Victor, Thierry, where the world is in utter chaos. But you look over and Matilda has grown tremendously. She is now taller. She now has like more of a like demonic looking ears and she is holding a talisman. And she looks at you and everyone and you just hear shouting and you hear Teary with tears in her eyes with her sword up high. And there's a, in the back, in the back you see monsters. These are demon lords fighting each other and fighting you. And in the middle of this battle, you see Matilda turn around and she points directly at Tiri and Tiri kind of stays where she's at for a moment. And she looks over at, she looks over at Vlada's love and Victor and she does a number with her hand and they are pushed into some kind of portal and wrapped up and blinked out of existence. And then that Matilda looks directly over at you now in your mind's eye. And winks. And you're back to where you're at. Develops up gasps. Yeah. And he looks around and verify, just make sure that he's where he thinks he should be. You cannot. You can still s smell it. You can still like you were there. This was a real reality. You could feel it. There was a. Uh, it was. Think of it like the mist port was in the background, crumbled. Like demons everywhere, fighting people, blood. All those things. Have I 
do, do I feel that I have attuned myself already? Yes. I, this is the end of the attunement. Yeah, I uh, I get up and I, I thank everyone around me, and then I rush looking for Victor. Okay. As fast as I can go. He is at the palace doing boring palace stuff. <laughs> yeah, just He's finished the, the uh, introduction of June yeah. to the council. Yeah, June is there. He just, like, gets up off of one knee. He's, uh, I would, I'll do everything I can. I have absolute faith in you, June. All right. He uh, walks off with an escort as uh, Victor comes out. Or, I'm sorry, as uh, Vlad is love. Is there? Is the meeting still going or is it? That was the end of it. Okay. Hey, the Vlad is love. We need to talk now. Oh, okay then. And uh, it'd let's, be best if we talk in private. Uh, let's go to a meeting room. Uh, I will drag him off to a local meeting room, All which right. I, uh, I I presume of, uh, have very basic uh, safeguards in place. Yeah, there are some orbs where you can like turn on and off certain things, mm -hmm. scrying, anti-scrying, that kind right. of stuff. Yeah. So, turn him on. What's going on, my friend? I first let me catch my breath. Oh, take your time. I, I went to Mage Temple to. I wanted to attune myself to Mistport since I have some, in the short time here, fallen in love with the city. It's beautiful, and if anything, if we ever need to get back quickly, you will no longer have to truck through Underdark. I can open a portal to bring us back. Oh, that's excellent foresight. Thank you so much. I bathed in your ley lines energies, and. Everybody's got the kink. I, I believe I've seen something transpire with Matilda. Uh, okay. She's, it, I can't tell if it's vision or premonition, but it, I, it was so real. She's back in some room talking with what looked to be a version of herself from mm -hmm. future probably. I, she turned to demon mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and showed us future of Mifsport in flames. Mm. Demons fighting each other with us four. She shoved me and you into a portal. I don't know what happened then, but she... I don't know what's happened. She's something... I can't tell if it's good if she did it to... We need to, uh, we need to question her. Let's give it a day. Because uh, Matilda said she was going to go off to some mystical location to find some sort of hidden knowledge. Let's, uh, if that's what she has done... Let's give her a data process. See if uh, see if she comes to us to share the information. I want to have faith in her. As do I, but but I'm not sure. Yes, of course. Well, I certainly don't want to see my land in flames and crumbling. But I don't. That doesn't sound like it's going to be happening today. And certainly steps need to be taken. But we need to determine what those steps are going to be. Now, let's. Discuss future plans with everyone once we get together. Let's not stop pointing fingers. Let's not, not stop making accusations. Let's share our knowledge and make a plan. Nobody here wants uh, demons to overtake the realm. I think uh, I am 80% sure of that. Please don't I misunderstand. I, I want to think best of Matilda. But... Sure. Now, she, she has her secrets and she has her ways, but when she did first uh, see that uh, Demogorgon, it was all I could do to keep her from trying to take it on one-on-one -on -one down there in the Underdark, which was phenomenally foolish. But uh, in the end, she did not, and we all escaped with our skins, uh, which was fantastic. So I see, I believe, mostly, that she wants them destroyed. So... When it comes to how to prevent demons from overtaking our lands, well, that's the very mission she went on today. So, I want to ask her how it went, and proceed from there. If you'll excuse me, I wanted to tell you this news, but I need to to rest. Yeah, go go have a nap. Go go get yourself some sleepy by. Maybe maybe find that fuzzy horse and curl, curl up next to it for a little I while. I believe your friend took it home. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. Well, I'm sure I can find someone else to get you a fuzzy horse. But, uh, I would like that. Go have some nap time. I'll get you some uh, juice and a snacks and up to your quarters. We'll uh, we'll get you taken care of. Hey, please you that, Victor. My pleasure. Now go rest up. And he nods and heads up to his room. And I'm 
going to go send someone with a juice and a snack time and uh, whatever uh, stuffed animal can be obtained to go uh, send it up to his room. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, yeah, please have a snack pack. It's your friend Franklin. Got oh. some sleepy snack time now. Oh, that is wonderful, Franklin. Please come in. Um, I heard you ain't feeling good. I am not feeling good at all, buddy. Well, Victor said you want some snacky snacks. I do. do I? All right, here's some snacky snacks for but you. These, also, these... look at Mr. Cloppers. <laughs> I know I've only met Mr. Cloppers one time last night, but I'm very fond of him. Well, Victor said to give this damn horse to you, so I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, my friend. So, you take this horse on that adventure, all right? With your sleep, you know, snacky time naps. And he's, I'm leaving. I like that horse. <laughs> well, you can come back and get it later. What? <laughs> I bet he can. <laughs> you are very charming. <laughs> and your hair is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Do you say that as you're clutching the the horse <laughs> as no, he's walking away? I just say it as like like he, I, I imagine he says it. He's like, "You are very charming." He walks away, and I just say it in my breath as I'm clutching, like, "Beautiful." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, so we know what he's doing. He's doing uh, sleepy nap time naps. Victor, I guess the uh, the day has been very, very long at this point. Are you going to do anything else? Anybody want to do anything else? I am going to just uh, have a drink in the dining hall because mm. that seems to have been our de facto meeting point. And I'm just going to stay up. All right, sounds good. Terry, what are you doing? After the uh, sparring with uh jacob she i mean she she's just awkward with him like she she wants to get to know him mm -hmm. but you know but he's leaving soon mm -hmm. that's pretty much where they're at but yeah but um he doesn't have to leave till the next day so uh he um he decides if you would like would you like to uh, accompany me to um to a concert be nice. What, sorry, I don't want to take are... you away from your friends or any of your duties. Are we all? Are we? Mm -mm. No, no. Nobody else is around. Nobody else is around, and oh, no one's made you, a plan for the day. Girl. He does have his royal guards out there every time. I mean, they're uh, they're grown lads and lasses. I, I think they can look after themselves for a bit. There you go. Come now, be my guest, and he uh, puts his arm out for you to hook yeah, your him. your arm in. Off you go to a nice concert hall. <laughs> Chris. With the classical fiddle music of of uh, Mistport. <laughs> the romantic fiddle music. There's romantic <laughs> fiddle, <laughs> banjo, and like... Me. Nothing more romantic than the banjo. <laughs> <laughs> Except perhaps the so washboard. I imagine it's I'm like... It's a a you, cannot, you cannot knock romantic fiddle music right. considering a fiddle is just another name for a violin right the most romantic music Absolutely. so like come well, on. we're in a nice savannah looking hall yes. where there's uh yeah. fiddlers i imagine there's cellists oh yes yeah. Like, yeah and they are playing some nice it's music like celtic it, mix mm -hmm. mixed in at a certain point in the night um the What's the name of the per like orchestrator? The, the the conductor. The conductor looks over, and uh, and bows to you, and obviously or you know, to Terry and to uh, and to Jacob. Jacob. He goes uh, some for our sun elf friends and plays an actual legitimate sun elf song. Aww. And there's Jacob teary just teary nice and Terry gets Terry. Terry gets Terry. And uh, as this song is playing. Uh, Jacob puts his hand over on your hand and says, I hope you en I hope you enjoy this. Thank you. That's very kind. Oh, he's smoothing you just as much as you're smoothing yeah. him. Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, I like it. And I'm just going to let it... Yeah, she's... Mm -hmm. I think she had just you, been so far away from court and things, she kind of realized she came in too strong and, like, stepped it back a bit. She doesn't want us to screw this up. <laughs> he's a classy man who takes things slow. Yep. She's an elf. She can wait all yeah, right. day. No, it's a, it's good. It's like, hey, let's hump. No, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Ro 
romance then. Well, but to be fair, like she was she had a lot of pinup aggression sure, from the sure. last. She's been like, in the underdark she for has, a long time and then too. Yeah. That sparring session kind of got out all that adrenaline. She's cool. Mm-hmm. She's cool. She's like, yeah, one way or the other. And now she's she's fine. And the night does end where he takes you back to your room, mm-hmm. but he just kisses you on the hand and he says, "Well, when I get back from my alliance meetings, I would very much like to spend more time with you, I'd Lady like of that. the Sun. <laughs> I look forward to it. Teary is seeing stars and very kind of falling. All right. <laughs> That's the goblin just... that wait laid you in the back comes out. And then <laughs> and there's uh, twigs in the background. Writing <laughs> 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 Victor. No, 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 no I'm I'm sitting somber in the dining hall. Writing Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> Because his hair is raised. Yeah. Oh. No, that's gross. No, that would that would be mistreatment of the hair. <laughs> that would be mistreatment of the hair. No, Terry. Terry is starting to, to fall. All right. That's what Jacob wants. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> He's a smooth operator. <laughs> and. Um. So. Matilda. Yeah. Matilda and Sarah come back out of um, the library and back into the long hallway to uh, talk to Vizarin again. Mm-hmm. Um, because that was that was a plan, right? Go go talk to the Red Mask. Come back out, speak with Vizarin. All right, sitting back at the bar, it didn't seem like uh, Vizarin ever left the bar. He's kind of walked you off to the mm-hmm. walked you off to where you need to go, and he's probably went to the bar. And he, him and his uh, his monster friend uh, looks like a bo- every bit like a bodyguard. Yeah, he's there, and they're they're putting bad drinks. And he looks at you and saying, "Oh, hey there." Hey, that was what's weird. up, Red. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was really weird. Um, but I guess you knew it was going to be, didn't you? Yeah, she said she knew you really well. Yep, she does. Um, so yeah, uh, what's your plan? Well, we need to re-engineer the, there was a summoning ritual mm-hmm. that a counterpart of mine out mm-hmm. in the Underdark uh, uh-huh. did. Meant to only bring in one demon lord. Yeah. Loth. Uh-huh. To fight for the drow. Okay. I'm really happy Tyri's not here right now. Mm-hmm. All right, so it was just meant to summon <clears throat> Loth. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So, our friend who uh, summoned, uh-huh. and he put, put up quotation marks, Loth, uh-huh. Was actually tricked by guess who? Loth. She tricked him into summoning all the other demon lords out of the abyss so she can have the abyss for herself. Zupmoy? Isn't that fun? Well, there's plenty more where Zupmoy came from. Zupmoy, Demogorgon. All of them. All of them. I think there's about six in total, seven, something like that. Six or seven? I'm still gathering up my resources to figure out just how many demon lords are actually in the abyss. I mean, they don't really talk to you, you know? So, who did the tricking? Um, Loth tricked. Loth tricked. Yeah, Grom. Okay. Loth tricked Grom. The point of that story is to say that he was being... He had the visions from Loth to make this Grimoire that was supposed to summon the Demon Lord uh-huh. to the to the to our material plane. Yeah. And um, I need that book to re-engineer it so I can take all of these Demon Lords. Yeah. Place them in one place uh-huh. so they can fight the things they hate the most, and Each that other. is themselves. And then that's when you and a team of experts uh-huh. will kill the last one because it's weakened at that point. I mean, it'll help too, I guess. For everybody. Where is this fight supposed to take place? I, personally, if I have a stake in it, mm-hmm. I would like an Amezza Bronson. Where? The capital of the Underdark. The capital of the Drow. I was thinking of lying to you and telling you that um, the summoning can only happen in Amezza Bronson because that's where the original summoning took place. But I think you'd figure it out eventually. You just want to have it there? Yes. Why? I want to destroy the drow society. All right. And rebuild it. Can I buy you a drink? Yeah, okay. And he buys you... Uh, then Vizarin buys you a drink and buys uh, Sarath a drink. Mm-hmm. 
There's this new drink that's really nice. It's uh, it's something uh, Minotaur Sunrise. You guys ever had it? <laughs> I've heard of it. It has been making the rounds out here. I know someone who'll be quite pleased. All right. Well, this Minotaur Sunrise is just great. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I first need the book to know which components I'll need to restructure this summoning. Okay. That's our best bet. Yeah. Because the only thing really powerful enough to kill a demon lord is a demon lord. And the only place that no one really cares if you destroy is the Underdark. Bingo. I mean, I don't care because I like to rebuild it and, you know, the way I want to rebuild it. Hey, Sarah, here's another guy who also hates your kind. Up top? About a few drinks. <laughs> Sarah's <laughs> like, all right then. And he, uh, they give each other like a high five. All right. Okay. So first, you need to bring me a book. This book. All right. The very book that summoned the Demon Lords. Last touched by Gromp and Gromp, and I have no clue because he ran away after the Demon Lords got summoned. Because, you know, they're scary. Nasty. And yeah. uh, he brought shame upon all drow houses at that point. Yeah. So he's a very wanted, wanted Archmage. Okay. And, uh, Archmage. Alright. Yeah. Well, I, uh... And, uh... Fortunately, I got a clue. You got a clue. From myself. You know, so that really was you. Yeah. Man, you're creepy in the future. Uh, darkest timeline. Maybe I don't end up that creepy. I don't know. Do you know a guy named Mars Bruno? <laughs> Uh, why? What do you mean, why? You ever heard of the Black Network? Do we need to go sit in a truth booth? Oh, I don't want to go in here again, no. No, well, I just want to make sure d- you're you know real. Yeah, I know him. He's got the book. How does he have the book? I don't know. Word on the street is, he's gone a little nuts. Okay. And the Black Network outsted him. Okay. I don't know where he's at. Maybe not a big lead. The Black Network does uh, deal in trading, you know, people. Maybe uh, identities. Maybe uh, took them in. Large sum of money. Okay. All right. Anyways. Yeah. You get me that book. Yeah. Come back here. Ask for me. Uh Uh-huh. All right. We can work from there. Down my drink. All right. Time is of the essence. Oh, forget. You You have a room here. If you ever want it. Oh. That key. You're a key and a card member. Sweet. Yeah, don't... Great perks to the hotel keys. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. All, All right. right. Now, get out there and do something dangerous. Yes! All right. Bye. See you later. Bye. Finish my drink. Oh, my God. Set it down. Bolt back over to the fancy part of town. You do. Go You're meet the up with the rest of the team. All right. Right now it's just Victor having his uh, solitary uh, thought booze. I don't know if that's what you're doing, but just going through thoughts. Yes, being Victor. Thinking, drinking. Do you know a guy named Mars Bruno? I want to say I've heard the name. We need to find him. Okay. Why is that? Uh, because he's got a book that uh, has instructions on how to summon a demon lord, and like I just met a guy who can basically re-engineer the spell to summon all the demon lords so they uh-huh. can fight each other, and uh-huh. this is gonna happen in the capital city of the of the drow and the underdark, so don't worry about it. We're not gonna like crash up Mistport or anything like that. We're gonna get the demon lords to fight each other, then we just have to kill the last one after it's weakened from the big fight. Problem solved. Interesting, interesting. Terry is Wait. standing in the doorway. She's come downstairs, come into the room. Okay. You want us to go back to the Underdark? No, 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 not yet. Not yet. We got to find a book first. Point of curiosity, uh, how did you come about this information? I... I told me. Okay. Okay. Interesting. It's complicated. Oh, I'm with you. No. Okay, so, um, you know this, like, my letter that you guys couldn't read and, mm-hmm. like, my library card that you guys couldn't see and all mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff? Oh, um, by the way, check out your compass. Look, it glows blue now. Oh, very uh, nice. Uh, very I had classy. it fixed. Excellent work. Yeah, I'm not giving it back. Um, now, now there's you from the future. Yeah. Okay, all right, so I have a handle on that. 
I met I met me in Graven Hollow. Okay. That's real too. Okay. The library. Sarah and I just got back from there. Sure. Tell them. Sarah. It is very real, and this is a very unreal story, but it is true. He was there too. There was old him. Right now, Sarah looks I mean, very older. spooked, and he just sits down at the. And what did future table. Matilda look like? Not as pretty as current Matilda, that is for sure. Oh, so you don't age she well. She was had a certain charm. At a point, she was a monster. She okay. She was wearing a mask. We don't. We don't know that. What her? She might not have looked like a monster under there. Why would she have worn a mask? I, she... Because it's cool. And that, you say, uh, okay, so this book is meant to summon the demon lord. Yes. Yeah. It was okay. Um, so it was. It was written, and um, so there was this guy named Grumpf, and he was trying to summon Loth, but he was tricked into summoning, like, a, a whole bunch of demon lords and not just Loth. And anyhow, then he was like, oh, shit, and he ran off. And uh, he hasn't been seen since then, and, you know. So so we've got to deal with the aftermath of someone else's fuck-up, is what you're telling me. Yeah. I mean, we knew that, though, right? Right, but... Uh, Part of what you're telling me is that uh, you're the one who gave you this information, so uh, you're potentially part of this fuck up. If uh... no, that's that's um, so. Really? So there was a past fuck up no, and a future fuck up. The past I, fuck up is what got the demon lords into this realm to begin with. Yes. The future fuck up is what burns Mistport to the ground. Ah, uh, how do you know about that? Funny story. <laughs> Hello, at this point, oh, Vlasla kind of says, oh, it's a good nap, and he looks at Matilda and goes, DISTILLIA WORDS! Vladislav had a vision. Before Vladislav came in, Terry had already sat down and has her feet up, like, on the table, and it has her arms crossed, like, she's just sitting there, mm-hmm. relaxed, just trying to soak all this in. First of all, before the, oh, Vladislav, calm down. First of all, before we go any further, I would like to express my deepest, most genuine thanks to Matilda for sharing the information that she has acquired. I know that must have been difficult for you, and I appreciate it tremendously. Well, you know, time is of the essence, so I don't I thought to spare us some arguing and just tell you. Thank you. You're welcome. So while uh, Vladislav was attuning himself to the magics of the tower, I see a look on your face. I am most genuine. I do appreciate your actions. Okay. While Vladislav is in the tower, attuning himself to the local ley line, he mm-hmm. came across, uh, well, while he was uh, merged with the magics, uh, he came across uh, some other powerful magics that were happening at around the same time. And apparently, mm-hmm. um, you were in a very magical location, of course, as you uh, say yes, about this graven hall. Yeah. And uh, may have uh, witnessed. Uh, through no fault of his own, some of the conversation that you were having with your future self. Ah. And also, and this is the uh, most interesting part from what uh, what my friend here uh, was telling me. The other you showed me vision. After you had left, uh-huh. you uh, showed uh, him specifically a vision of your, of your future self's personal past uh-huh. of um, the demon lords fighting over Mistport and it burning to the ground with the screams of hundreds of innocents. Oh. And uh, okay. you shoving us through a portal, which uh, I would like to think was an act of uh, beneficence on your part. Uh-huh. But, uh, yes, but, but Thierry was left. It only me and you went through the portal. Oh, is that a fact, Thierry? Thierry didn't make stayed. it through the portal? Oh, hell. Ooh. Well, I think it's important to know that none of this has happened yet. So, Thierry, don't, get, don't be giving that stink eye. She hasn't earned it yet. Mm. I don't want to tell you what to do, of course. You're a strong lady of your own no, free will. Okay, so... But you came and you told us, and that's wonderful. So now we figure out how to avoid this uh, horrible catastrophe. We do it by finding the book now. We, We find the book now. Future Me said that the reason it ended that way and the reason that Future Me becomes a monster is so that some of you will live. Okay. I prefer a future in which all of us live. Well, yeah, sure. well, that would be great, right? I mean, that would be that would ideal. Be great. But, you know, it's like some live or nobody lives. It was that kind of situation. So, like... I didn't come this far with all of you to lose any of you, including you, Matilda. Future me becomes a monster to trap the demon lords because a- we didn't find the book in time. And so that was the clue that I gave myself is to find the book faster 
Okay. Let's go find the book now. We need to find Mars Bruno. Okay. So let's find Mars Bruno. All right. I am not the bad guy here. Not yet. You have been very forthright. Very honorable in this situation. I appreciate it. Now, let's find that way that all of us lives. Mars Bruno. I believe I had heard uh, Mr. Tough and Stuff reference his name maybe once or twice. I wasn't really paying attention. Do you know uh, any information about the fellow? He, uh, he got ousted from the Black Network. Okay. All right. Didn't you mention at one point Grit had friend that traveled with you from his past? I don't think a, Grit had a, any friends. A dwarf. A dwarf. Oh. But is Miles Bruno a dwarf? From the old past adventures. Mm. Mm. I think he means Dunk as uh, Twix walks in with some coffee. Dunk? Dunk! Oh, I like Dunk. Yeah, we left him over at Fanolin. Sure. Yeah, oh. Oh, yeah, Dunk. Yeah. Oh, I remember Dunk. Great guy. Yeah, I guess, uh... Maybe Dunk might have uh, some information about uh, what happened beforehand. Oh, that's right, because when we very first started, it was, uh, that's right, me and Grit. And there was that dwarf there for a little bit. Oh, I forgot him immediately. I really need to work on myself. I need to pay more attention to people and their well-being. All right, well, uh, that would be, um, well, that's not too terribly far away. We could uh, find him. And uh, if anybody knows about Grit's past, it would probably be uh, Dunk. So that's a start, because unfortunately, as connected as I am in Mistports, I have no connections to the underground networks. They, they do their best to stay away from me. Yeah, they would. <laughs> so I, that's the only idea I can bring to the table. Okay, let's go find this Dunk. Sarah stands up and is like, just so you know, I do not believe Matilda has it in there to kill all of us or harm any of us. I want to believe that as well, and I want her to know that it was not information I went seeking. Yeah, no, I uh, I think uh, from everything that's been presented, Matilda did her best to save as many of us as she could under the circumstances. And I think that's the important part. Absolutely. Dear, let's, let's get some sleepy by time. Okay. We'll set out in the morning. We'll get your nighttime drink together. When you like with little leaves in it. <laughs> Thanks. And the heavy amount of liquor that's in it. Yeah. <laughs> that too. As I walk off, I'm gonna walk be uh, behind the real quick. Matilda. Yeah. I know that our philosophies often clash, but mm -hmm. I do want you to know that I do trust you. Whereas I would have never invited you into my home like this. It's not just a matter of courtesy or pomp and circumstance or social obligation. I do trust you. As long as Victor trusts you, so do I. I never stopped. I was just worried. Well, maybe you shouldn't shout destroy of worlds when you... you I was just woke up. I just had a bad dream. I'm sorry. Thanks, you guys. I'll see you in the morning. Yeah, and you're really cool. Like, I like your outfit. It's really super cool. It is a nice outfit. <laughs> It's our finger missiles. Pew, 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 pew. Finger missiles. Pew, pew. I'll make fake little things come out of his fingertips just so he feels like it. Yeah. Thanks, Twix. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. All right. I want to go have some cheese now. All yeah, right. you go have some cheese. That was heavy. Wow. Good night, everybody. Rest well. We'll set out in the morning. I'm going to make preparations to have a cart and provisions ready for the morning. So we can set out when we're ready. I'm going to go to my room and request uh, one of the servants to come and, and take the uh, little horse back to Franklin, mm -hmm. just with a little note. This is, you know, thanks for the horse. All right. Signed, V-Love. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your bromance is in full bloom. Are we going to leave before or after Jacob does? Uh, I imagine at this point you guys are leaving at the same time. Yeah, probably. It's probably that morning, and uh, Jacob's leaving that morning. So all of your wagons are all set up. He has his royal escort, his elite guards. 
Can I? Okay, so he would have like his things kind of in a in a carriage or wagon or whatever, mm-hmm. probably carriage. Um, I would like to, while he's busy saying goodbye to the others. It's a very long goodbye. There are yeah. very many people he's to say goodbye. Talking to, to Victor, he's <laughs> very concentrated in Victor. Yeah. Uh, Tiri is going to slip into his personal things, like find his bag with his coat. And she's going to take one of her pressed flowers from her book, from Evermeet, that he'll know is hers. Roll me a stealth check. What do you got? Mm, 11. A, um, one of the royal guards kind of looks at you and stops you for a moment. Terry puts her finger up. And I just hold up the flower. Leaving, not taking. Yeah, we're all gunning for you. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll slip the flower into, she'll find his paper. I'm, I'm sure he has a sheaf of official papers. And she'll slip it. Yeah, that guard gives a thumbs up to another guard who gives a thumbs up to another guard who uh, distracts Jacob just Good. a little bit more. Good. All right. at you with the dagger crew demons look at us like the hell do i do no fiends too tall no hero too short every ride financed by a platinum bodied horse hunting evil like a ball and bounty hunter friends of the cause come with the thunder whips like a bailer from the nine hells spitting narrative like poison from the shadow fell always a party always started by a half drunken half naked halfling shoddy in the dirty south we roll like we got nothing to lose in the dirty sound. We roll like we got nothing to lose. I say we go to Waffle House, get ourselves some hash browns and listen to our friends. North by Northwest, Little Red Dot, Mage Productions, Remfar, Gluttonous Geek, Ohio Yeti, David Powers, Dire Foxy Corn. Take an initiative.